0: Oh, that sound intrepid listeners that rolling and toiling tells you that the hour is late and that dinner is ready our establishment is manifest once more and we've set the table just for you pumpkin spice is optional It's so good to have you with us again, intrepid listeners. With All Hallows Eve upon us, and with so many options for sinister, horrific, and chilling delicacies to enjoy in abundance, we are always grateful that you have chosen us to fill your ears with tales of suspense and dread. This evening, we present for you a nasty little number, drawn and (laughs) quartered to our strict specifications. Tonight's play is set in the American vest of the late 1800s. The frontier for the United States has nearly vanished, though the murder and bloodshed so cruelly used to take it remain. Yet not every realm is so easily subjugated, or, for a handful of souls in the wrong place at the wrong time, even truly comprehended.
1: something.
2: Rest of the gang's in position on the South Bluff, boss. Just waiting on the train.
1: Here, Jagalope. Come look at this. Gonna be in for some interesting weather.
2: There's not a cloud in the sky, though.
1: Not like that. Look at the sun. Well, not at the sun. I know you're not that dumb. You ever seen an Eclipse before?
2: No. I heard about him.
1: See how close the moon is to the sun? Kind of like something's taking a nibble out the edge.
2: Yeah, I see it now.
1: It's only going to get bigger. Going to be quite a show going on while we do our business. You said everyone's posted up? Yes, sir. Good. Now you're clear on how we're doing this, right? Yes, sir. Tell me what it is.
2: know what I'm doing, boss.
1: Do you? I want to be damn sure. Tell me the plan.
2: Okay. When the train passes the South Bluff, Muskrat and the others are going to ride alongside the engine and make a ruckus. You and me wait for the whistle to blow or for gunfire. Then we head down to the creek bed near the tracks, and we wait.
1: What are we waiting for?
2: Second to last, Coach. That's where the money is. In a safe.
1: And how are we getting on?
2: We're jumping on as it passes.
1: Hmm. Good. Now what do we do when we get aboard?
2: Get the cash and get out fast.
1: Right. As fast as we can. Listen, I'll handle anyone that gets in your way. You're getting the money. Even you can manage that. Got it?
2: You said there's not going to be any guards. Just some fat businessman and his wife.
1: Can't be too careful. Musk's supposed to help draw the heat off, but it's about timing this right.
2: I'm just saying that I can shoot if you need me
1: I'll handle it, Jackalope. You keep your piece holstered unless things go to shit. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Good. This is our big chance, kid. We walk away from this rich men, All of us. More than enough to cover what I owe your ma. Sure. We'll be even. And you can leave.
2: Who said I want to leave?
1: You did. When you found me. I ain't going anywhere till you pay what you owe my ma, you son of a bitch. Your words. True as day. Lucky I didn't break your fool neck for that.
2: Things change. Running with this crew is way better than being stuck on a farm.
1: You're an idiot, then.
2: I ain't got nothing to go back to anyway since my mom passed. Besides, you need me.
1: Kid, I picked you for this because I didn't want you fucking things up with Musk and the others. You're the greenest bandit I've ever seen. I'm going to have to watch our scrawny hide every second, and it's already giving me a headache. It'll be a relief to get you gone.
2: I ain't going nowhere. You need me, boss. I'll prove it.
1: Right on time. Let's go.
2: Boss, please.
1: Tell you what. You want to prove it? Here's the deal. That eclipse up there is going to line up with our arrival on the train just perfect like. Nighttime in the day. Just for a few minutes. I'm giving you until the eclipse ends to crack the safe and get the money. You fail and you're done. I don't need a shit bandit in my posse wasting my time.
2: I won't. You'll see.
1: Happy fucking new year to us. Gah!
3: Did you hear gunfire just now?
4: Gunfire? Absurd. We're still miles from any real settlement.
3: What if it's the
4: Comanches? (laughs) Really? My dear, you should hear yourself. Comanches? Out this far west? Even they aren't that brazen. I've been reading too many stories. Come in. Here now, old fellow. Is this a good time? (laughs) <laughs> Never a bad one, Bernard. We were expecting you. Please come in. Ah, don't mind if I do. Ah, oh, and good morning, Mrs. Wickham.
3: Bernard.
4: Don't mind, Harriet. She's just nervous about the Comanches. Of all things, thought she heard gunshots earlier. <laughs> Quite all right. I thought I heard something like that before I left
5: my coach to meet you. Just hunters in the scrubland looking for game. That's likely
4: what you heard. See, darling. Nothing to concern yourself with.
3: If you say so.
4: Have you eaten yet, Bernard? The porter still hasn't arrived with our lunch. I haven't.
5: And he hasn't come by my cabin yet either. But I didn't come empty-handed. Here. I thought we could toast the new year together. Hmm.
4: That's a good vintage. Spoil me, sir. We'll start straight away. Marjorie, fetch us three glasses. Marjorie!
6: Uh, yes, sir? What
4: are you doing? staring out the window like that.
6: It's the eclipse, sir. It's getting
3: dark out there.
4: You can look at it after you fetch three glasses.
3: I don't want any. Harriet, this is a
4: special occasion.
3: I'm not feeling well.
4: Fine then. Two glasses, Marjorie, and two cigars while you're at it. Be quick about
6: it. Right away, sir.
4: Is she new? I remember you had a different maid at our last meeting before Christmas. Fortunately, yes. Fran had to be dismissed after we learned of an infidelity on her part. Real shame, considering her work ethic. Marjorie's only been with us for a week, and... Good help is hard to find. Hard? Hmm. She does seem a little... vacant. It's embarrassing. We needed someone on short notice, though, and her prospects looked good at the time. Knowing you, Daniel, she'll adjust to your
5: paces soon enough. No nonsense tolerated one of your finest traits.
4: (laughs) You flatter me, sir. Ah, and uh, here we are. Thank you, Marjorie. Care to do the honors, Bernard? The pleasure is mine.
5: Ah, superb. Well then, to 1889 and to the success of our merger... Cheers.
3: It's eerie. Hmm. What Marjorie said. It looks like the sun's gone down outside. It's getting so dark.
5: Quite a sign from the good lord on this New Year's Day, eh? An auspicious occasion. No doubt.
4: It's a sight. Look at that. Some will be totally hidden. Soon. Shouldn't hamper our business much, even so. And let's get down to it. And good timing. That'll be the porter. Come in.
1: Afternoon, (gasps) y'all.
3: Bandits!
1: Quiet, woman. What's the meaning of this? Uh, Uh-uh. Nobody moves. Unless you want a slug in your forehead. Now, where's the safe? You can't be serious.
2: Safe. Now.
5: What
1: did I tell you, kid?
2: It's over there. Right corner.
1: Marjorie! Now, that's more like it. Jackalope, get that thing open. On it, boss. Whoever you are, you won't get away with this. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that line, I wouldn't have to do what I'm doing anymore. But seeing as I don't, well...
5: Even so, we've nothing of direct monetary value you want. All that's in that safe is documentation.
1: Right, Daniel? It's true! I'll be the judge of that. You win yet, kid? Clock's ticking. Getting there. Sun's nearly gone. Listen, I've no reason to be dishonest. The documents
4: in there are just agreements to a railroad merger between myself and my partner
1: here. You won't find a cent. Then you won't mind if I check first. And if you're lying to me, it's gonna be all the worse for you. Might be best if you shut your mouth.
3: Do what he says, Daniel.
1: (laughs) One of the unions probably sent him. All of you shut up, kid. What's taking you? Almost there. Better be. You got enough light to work with? The last sliver of sun's about to disappear. I got it. Huh. I'll be damned. Just in time. What's the score?
3: What is that? What's happening?
1: Oh, dang.
5: Bernard, are you all right? Uh, well enough. Someone must have pulled the emergency brake.
6: One of you do something about that bandit! For God's sake, he's dropped his gun! Don't even think about reaching for it, Russell.
5: Daniel, I didn't know your maid carried a Derringer.
1: Neither did I. Marjorie, what in the blazes? (laughs) Well, this just gets more and more interesting. You know my name, little lady?
6: Russell Bailey, head of the Menagerie Gang, wanted in four states for larceny, robbery, extortion, and murder. You aren't exactly a low-profile criminal.
1: Well, I'm afraid you have me at a loss, ma'am. I'm guessing Marjorie ain't your real name. And that you ain't a real maid.
6: Marjorie's fine. For now. Either way, you're under arrest.
2: Put the pistol down, lady.
1: Jack, what did I say about you drawing when I've got the situation under control?
2: Bullshit, you do. And you, I ain't asking again. Drop the gun.
1: You don't want to do this, kid. I'm
2: serious. Now. Marjorie, he's going for the gun. Stop! Stop!
1: The hell?
2: Mine won't fire. Neither will hers. Damn cheap pistol.
1: Something's wrong with mine, too. This is ludicrous. Everyone stand down. Shit. Now listen. I'm still in charge here. Anyone comes at me or the kid, and you're gonna get to know this here knife real well. Now sit down. It's better. The jackalope, you put your pistol away, and you start grabbing those bills what spills out of the safe. Make it quick.
2: I'm sorry. Didn't know the train was- Doesn't
1: gonna... matter. Just do it and quick. Really don't appreciate how you were lying to me earlier about what you had in there. I Well, you have no right!
5: There's no point, Daniel. Let him take the damn money. Besides, now that the train has stopped, there's nowhere to run. The authorities are no doubt aware of what's happening, and they'll be coming back to check on us any moment.
1: You're pretty confident for someone I could gut in a second.
5: Do you have any idea who you're robbing, you ass? We're kings of the rails.
6: Hey, y'all, shut up!
4: Marjorie, you will not...
6: I said shut up, and I mean it. Look outside, we have bigger problems.
3: <laughs> Wha- Wha- what?
6: What
4: the hell? Where are we?
2: Looks like water. Like we're in the middle of a lake. Is it a flood? That'd be.
4: It goes as far as I can see. I can't even see where the horizon is.
1: Big mirror. Us? It's like we're sitting on a big mirror. You can see the eclipse reflected right perfect. Hell, if it weren't for the little bit of ripple, I'd say the train stopped on a big pane of glass. This
6: makes no sense. We were just crossing the desert. Oh, Lord. Damn it
4: all. None of this makes any sense. Someone get the conductor. Last I
1: checked, I was the one calling the shots here.
4: Your gun doesn't work, and all you have is that knife. Odds aren't in your favor. Don't be so cavalier, Daniel. We have bigger
5: things
1: to worry about.
6: He's right. Listen, one of us should go ahead, find the conductor, and assess the situation.
1: None of you are going anywhere till I say so.
6: And just sit here waiting for something to happen?
1: Tell you what, Jackalope, you go.
2: Me? What about you?
1: I told you I'd handle this part. You want to stick with the gang? You follow my orders. Now get. Yes, sir. <sighs> what a damn How do mess. Is your wife all right? It's fine,
4: Bernard. Let her pray. Now, since we're all stuck here for
1: the time being,
4: perhaps we can at least be a little civil. Yes.
1: Civility ain't exactly my thing. It ain't gonna get me rich, that's for sure. But I am curious why your maid thinks she can arrest me.
5: That is a fair observation, I admit. Marjorie. Explain
4: yourself.
6: We're stranded in the middle of nowhere. We have bigger concerns.
4: Woman, if you want to keep in my employ after this...
6: I don't care. Look, the eclipse hasn't moved at all. It's been a few minutes and there should have been some movement, but nothing. I think Mrs. Wickham has the right idea, praying at a time like this.
1: All right, then. What do you think this is?
6: Dunno. It's not natural is all I know. I prayed for this. Harriet?
3: I prayed for this. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen to all of us. Darling,
4: what do you mean?
3: Don't touch me! This is your fault. This is God's judgment on you. He knows about your sin. I know both your sins. I've seen your letters. The looks between you. I've heard you when you thought I was away. I prayed that God would punish my husband, and he answered by by punishing us all. We have no proof of that yet, Mrs. Wickham. I don't need proof. I have faith in the Lord. You cannot hide your sins from God like you tried from me. I know you've been unfaithful to me, Daniel. With him!
1: (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. God's punishing all of us because these two slept together? Bullshit.
3: Sodom was destroyed for it.
1: Lady, you've clearly never been to Bodhi, and it's still standing.
5: Uh, Not to mention these are accusations by a woman in hysterics.
1: Really now. Nah. Wickham over here lied about what's in the safe. Why stop there? Railroad tycoon cheating on his wife? Not surprising. As far as I'm concerned, that's the worst thing he's done, lying to folks. Uh,
4: None of you have any right to judge my character here.
2: No. That's up to God now. Everyone's gone. There's not a soul anywhere else on this train. Can't be. Honest truth, I looked. No conductor, no porters, no other passengers. Didn't see the rest of the gang either.
1: What about the engineer? The fireman.
2: Them too, but that's the other thing. I can't reach the tender. Door from the first passenger car is locked. No one in there or the engine that I could see.
5: Perhaps they all jumped ship. The train, I suppose.
2: If they did, we would hear them splashing around,
6: wouldn't we? That water's too placid. Hardly a ripple anywhere.
1: Damn it all. Okay. The only place you ain't checked is the engine. You sure about that, kid?
2: Sure, I'm sure. I know it don't make no sense, but
1: all right, Jackalope, get the rest of the papers and bills stashed in the bag. Taking our party up ahead. What
4: are you going to do?
1: We can't reach the engine from inside the train. Someone's gonna have to go around. The, the water? Preposterous! You have a better plan? Thought not. Besides, I'm still in charge here. Now let's move, all y'all. Absolutely outrageous.
3: I would do what he says, Daniel. You brought this on all of us.
1: Utter nonsense. Uh, Harriet, and you flinging these baseless. You two can work out your problems later, all right? Now move.
6: Hate to admit it. He has a point.
1: Come on, Daniel. Please. Fine.
4: Marjorie, we have a lot to discuss later about your credentials and your conduct to boot.
1: be. If I didn't know better, I'd say this wasn't even water we're sitting in.
6: Looks more like mercury.
5: Can't be. It must be a trick of the light.
2: Shouldn't the eclipse have started passing by now? It was only supposed to last a few minutes, but look, nothing's moved. I noticed that too. Just more evidence something isn't right.
1: At least we know this water's shallow. We ain't sinking. Can't see the bottom, but them wheels are only a little in. Maybe about a foot deep right next to the train.
2: So one of us could wait around this car and make it to the coal car?
1: Exactly. I don't trust this water.
4: looks wrong. Like you said, I don't
1: think it's just the lighting. That's why one of our upstanding rich types are going to make the trip. Never. No? Because my backup plan is to knife you and throw your body in there and see what happens. Does that sound more appealing? You wouldn't dare. You wanna try me?
6: Russ, if you kill him, that bounty already on your head's gonna shoot up so high, you won't be able to set foot in any civilization in North America. Presuming you get out of this mess at all.
1: You know what? That's a good point, mystery maid. You're going instead. You know too much.
6: I know enough to tell any survivors up ahead what's going on back here. Don't think I won't bring reinforcements. With weapons
1: i thought you were smarter than that i've got hostages here
6: why not send your kid Hmm. he seems loyal already takes your orders
1: i thought you were a she What, what what are you
2: i'm a bandit and i could go actually it's not that deep
1: no you're the guardian of the stash i ain't risking you stumbling into some deep pocket and drowning
2: i can do this boss look i'll brace on the side of the car
1: don't just drop the bag like that, idiot. Crying out loud. I'll
2: need my hands free.
1: You ain't going out there. Oh, confound
5: it all. Stand aside. Bernard. Hmm. It's a little cold round the ankles, but nothing I can't handle. Bernard, what are you doing? Frankly, getting irritated with all this arguing. So I've chosen to volunteer. Finally. Get back here this instant. Bernard, not, old fellow. It's as shallow as we suspected I'll report back
1: in no time Just be careful Damn it, Jackalope You nearly caught us a fortune just now
2: None of the money fell out Just some of these useless papers Cash is all down at the bottom I know what I'm doing What
1: I'm seeing is that you let that woman there Get under your skin
2: Daniel
3: What are these papers?
1: What? Uh, Nothing Leave them
4: be
6: He's gone. Gone.
4: Bernard? Where is he? What happened?
6: I I don't know. I looked away for a second.
1: He was right there. Bernard! See, kid? Probably fell in some deep hole just under the surface. This is why you listen to me.
6: It happened far too fast. No bubbles, no ripples. Bernard! For God's sake! Someone get after him! Sir, don't be a fool! If you jump in blind, you might end up like him. We can't just let him drown! I won't let him! Let, let go of me! Something pulled him under. I'm sure
3: of it. Poor bastard. Daniel, explain these papers to me. Shut up, woman! Bernard needs my help! Ah! Mrs. Wickham! Harriet! Daniel, explain to me why my signature is all over these papers. I never signed these.
4: Harriet, Bernard is... Be
3: quiet! Why is my signature... On these papers, signing over my textile inheritance to you and Bernard Brown. Why?
4: Harriet, listen. I can explain everything once we find Bernard, all right? You're not thinking clearly.
3: I'm not? We're all being punished by God for your sins. Adultery, sodomy, and now forgery with intention to rob me? And I'm not thinking clearly?
4: Harriet, please.
3: It's all right. All you had to do was ask for my signature. I have my own pen, right here. If you love Bernard so much, you should join him. In hell! Ah.
1: <laughs> Holy ah. shit.
3: Jesus. This is I, I, I stabbed my husband. My, my, my pen in his neck, oh, oh. Oh, there's so much blood, blood! Oh, blood on my hands! Oh, there's there's blood on my hands, my hands! Oh, oh my! Forgive me, Father, for I for I have sinned. Oh, please, me, Mrs. Whiters, sit forgive down me, Father, here. For come I have back sinned. inside with me. Forgive me, f- forgive me, Father, for I have sinned.
1: Well, wasn't expecting that.
2: I don't see any sign of a body. He hit the water and just. Disappeared.
1: Nothing of value lost. An indecent man always makes for an even worse husband. Why I never married.
2: Well, at least he seemed to have good taste in cigars.
1: Where'd you get those?
2: From his pocket when he wasn't looking.
1: Kid, I gotta admit, I underestimated you. You've always had those nimble fingers.
2: I keep trying to tell you I can take care of things, boss.
1: As a pickpocket, Sure. But when it comes to the bandit part, you still got ways to go.
2: Hey, I cracked that safe in the time you gave. A deal's a deal.
1: I didn't think we'd be stuck under a frozen eclipse when I made that deal, but... Forget it. Pass me a cigar. Damn it. What good is a fine cigar if the matches are cheap? These are useless.
2: We can save them for later. What's the next step, Thos? I managed to calm Mrs.
6: Wickham down again. Doubt she'll be much help to us going forward.
1: We know she's capable of killing. Better steer clear of her.
6: Listen, I know how this all started, but we're going to have to put things aside. If we work together, we might be able to get to the engine and figure this whole business out.
1: Now look here. I get we're all stuck in this nightmare together, but I don't work with nobody I don't trust. And honesty goes a long way. You want my help? Tell me who you are. Really.
6: (sighs) Fair enough, I suppose. I'm with the Pinkerton Detective Agency. This was supposed to be an undercover case. Mrs. Wickham is my client. She suspected her husband of infidelity and conspiring to steal her fortune. Seems like that part's been resolved without my help.
1: That makes sense. I figured all you Pinkertons did was bust unions and break up strikes these days.
6: This kind of work requires a delicate touch. You and your protege showing up just threw the whole thing out of the window.
2: I'd say the Eclipse and this weird place did that.
6: Regardless... We need to get to that engine.
1: You know something we don't?
6: Call it a hunch. It's the only place we haven't explored yet. If we could get the engine going, maybe we could get past this water.
2: There's nothing but water.
1: It's worth a try, though. All right, Marjorie. We'll settle all this when we get out of here.
6: All right. So let's think about this. Now, we know getting in that water is a death sentence. So just going around the car isn't an option. Not unless you want to... Ling to the side like a spider.
1: Jackalope, you said the door between this car and the tender's locked?
2: Yes, sir. Maybe we could break it down? We could, but it'd take a while, if it works at all.
1: What about the caboose? Don't they keep an axe back there in case there's a fire?
6: Not here. I checked the whole train when I first got on, so I knew where everything was. Crew must have misplaced it somewhere.
1: Wonderful. Can't shoot the lock because none of our guns work either.
2: Hey, What if we got on the roof? Then we could just waltz across this here car and hop to the tender.
1: Easier said than done, kid. There's no ladder. One of us has to climb over these eaves between cars to get up there. Too risky.
6: Jackalope's got a point, though. We'd have to backtrack to the caboose. But there's a ladder there. We climb up,
2: go the length of the train, jump to the tender.
1: That's a lot of leaping between the cars.
2: Hell, we leaped onto this train while it was moving, didn't we?
1: Damn if you're not right for a change, Jackalope. Sure enough, let's go.
2: Started one more gap.
1: Oh, lucky the roof's sturdy. This was good thinking, Jackalope.
2: Thanks, boss. All that's left is a drop to the tender.
6: It still hasn't moved.
1: The eclipse,
6: it's been at least an hour just hanging there in the sky. Feels like it's watching
1: us. Don't talk like that. Let's make him a skin crawl. You gotta focus. Oh, shit. For Christ's sake, kid, why didn't you tell us the engine and Tender were disconnected from this car?
2: I couldn't tell through the door.
6: Must have uncoupled when the train stopped. The gap's not impossible, though. I think we could still make it across, but we're not just hopping down like we thought we would. Here. I brought this rope for a reason. One of us jumps across with it tied around the waist, and the other two hold on. So we don't hit the water. Then we tie it off on the tender and lash the other end round the rail on the platform below.
1: I think what's more important is we ain't coming back after we get there. Not unless you want to swim.
6: You're right. I'll have to go back and get Mrs. Wickham.
1: Why? Who needs her?
6: She's my client, Russ. I'm not about to abandon a woman in Catatonia.
1: She'd only slow us down.
2: Well, she ain't so catatonic now.
1: Mrs. Wickham? What in the hell is she doing? Father, forgive me, for I have
3: sinned. I have spilled blood in my wrath, and I know I am unworthy. Harriet, you damn
6: fool. Get back here. You'll die.
3: I will accept your punishment or your grace in equal measure. But please, oh Lord take me from this hell I beg you do not leave me in Satan's clutches
2: the the water's rising around her I will
3: repent and leave my soul in your hands almighty God amen
6: god damn it
1: well now there's nothing holding us back oh just like that she made her choice Not what I would have done, but I'm not necessarily a God-fearing man. Maybe I should be.
2: We just gotta get out of here.
1: Here, Jackalope. Tie the rope around my waist.
2: Now, hold on. I'm lighter. I should jump over.
1: Nothing doing. I'm gonna need you and Marjorie to keep me from falling if I mess up.
2: It makes more sense if I do it, boss. Come on.
1: I'm still in charge. You do as I say.
2: Both of you, knock it off. Please. I'm right, though, ain't
6: I? Don't
1: encourage the kid.
6: Just... Jackalope, based on what I've seen, you've got deft fingers. We're gonna need you on this end to catch the rope and tie it off so it's secure. A firm knot.
1: She's right. And someone's gotta hold the money. Now go on, get that rope on there. Yes, sir. That's better.
2: I still think my plan's better.
1: Bitch, all you want about it, kid. Just concentrate on that rope.
2: I'm not a goddamn kid.
1: Then quit acting like one. Everyone else in the gang don't give me as much lip as you.
2: Well, there ain't no gang anymore, is there? Just you, me, a Pinkerton, and this godforsaken water.
1: You got us this far, all right? You want a pat on the head? I hate to admit it, but you're actually doing a decent job. Now, you let me handle this and keep that detective from stabbing me in the back. That's all I'm asking.
2: I'm right here, you know. So when we get out of this, I'm in the gang for good?
1: If we get out of this.
2: Sorry. Just trying to get this not.
1: It's fine. Ma probably wouldn't want you being an outlaw.
2: She's dead. I can make my own decisions.
1: Just saying. How'd, how'd she die?
2: You've never asked me about her before. Why now?
1: Why do you think? Got sick. Huh. She was a good woman.
2: What's that supposed to mean?
1: least I can do is get her kid the money I owe her. We secure?
2: Uh, yeah. Nodded and good.
1: All right. If I don't make it, you've got to yank me out the water as fast as anything. Got it? Yes, sir. Counting on you. Both of you. I got it. Happy fucking New Year. Ha!
6: He made it. Barely. Hanging by his fingers from the tender. Russ, can you pull yourself up?
1: Don't know. Feels like I'm slipping. Can't get a good grip. Hold on, boss. I'm losing it. Get!
6: Boss! He went under. Pull him back in. Uh. 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 The rope came undone. Boss! Boss! Are you crazy? It's too late. Let me go. I gotta get him. Whatever's down there will pull you under too. Get back. I can't. He needs me. Boss! I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. There's nothing we could do. Jackalope,
2: nothing we could do. I can't. It's my fault. The knot, it came loose. I know I tied it. We don't know what we're dealing with here. None of us know.
6: Russ... Russ tried. We gotta keep trying. I'm so sorry. Boss. Hold this hand.
2: What? Wait, Marjorie, no! Huh. Oh,
6: I made it! Oh, thank God. Oh, I made it. Jackalope, do you still have your hand? Yeah. Climb down and tie your end to the platform rail. I'll tie mine over here. We're getting you across. Gotcha! Good climbing. You alright? No. Not at all. Fair. But you're on this side now. At least. We can both go to the engine.
2: This had better be worth it. After everything that happened.
6: I hear you. Trust me. We don't have a lot of other options. Yep, just what I thought. No sign of the fireman or the engineer. Boiler fire's long gone, too. We'll have to get the firebox going.
2: Why? Ain't like there's anywhere to go. should at least try. Here, pass me
6: that shovel by you. There's enough coal and some lighters. I can work in there. There we go. Ah, and there's the tinderbox. Why isn't this working? There's not even a spark. I've got matches,
2: but they don't work.
6: Are you sure? Try one.
2: Not a one. You're joking. These matches aren't even damp! The flint won't spark. Our guns didn't work either. Couldn't spark the powder.
6: It's not a coincidence.
2: Nothing will combust. Hell without fire. How's it been?
6: Mm, hours? Days? No idea. Damn eclipse never moves. Nothing's changed.
2: Reckon we'll starve out here? Just the two of us?
6: I think there might be food and water back in the dining car on the train, but... You wanna risk crawling back across that rope? Not really. What's the point? Yes, guess we just wait. See if anything happens. Have you ever heard of the Leviathan? Nope. What's that? My grandfather used to talk about it. From the Book of Enoch. A huge sea monster, hundreds of miles big. Sometimes big enough to swallow the world. <laughs> I always figured it was just a story. This place, this feels like Leviathan. We're on its back, and it's just under the surface.
2: we in its mouth. Huh? Said it was big enough to eat the world. What if it did? Just sitting in its mouth, and that sun over us is just the back of its eyeball. Now we're
6: waiting for it to gulp us down. Then it'll
2: really be over for us.
6: We should hurry up already.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How do you get the jackalope title? Uh, the gang came up with it. Said a jackalope don't really know what it wants to be. It's not really a rabbit, but it's not really an antelope either. just is what it is how I see it.
6: What's your real name, then?
2: Jackalope is my real name.
6: You're not going to tell me what it was before?
2: Well, why don't you tell me what your real name is, Marjorie? How about that? (laughs) Uh, As
6: far as you're concerned, Marjorie is my name. I have to maintain some professional discretion, considering I lost my client and my targets all in one go.
2: That settles it.
6: Fair enough.
2: was never really keen on the name Ma gave me anyway. Jackalope suits me, the boss. He always said so, too. I'm sorry about Russ. Really. Ah, don't be old prick. (laughs) He didn't want anything to do with me since I joined up with him. Always giving me a hard time. I only tracked him down because he owed my ma a debt, but... After a while, the gang became like a family. I know this sounds stupid, but... He was probably the closest thing I'll ever have to a father.
6: I thought he was your father. What with that thing he said about your mother.
2: No, I don't... Wait, what do you mean?
6: As a detective, it was based on what I'd been seeing. He was really protective of you the whole time, always trying to push you out of the danger, keep you off to the sidelines, being stern and commanding. That he and your mother had a history made it seem more likely. But if he's not your father, then... I guess I just made an assumption.
2: No. No. Ma told me on her deathbed I needed to get what he owed her. She she would have told me. There's no way. Hey, like I said, it was just an assumption.
6: My intuition hasn't always served me well. This job, for instance. But what
2: if he really was my father? What if I'm just too dumb to see it? He was always saying how dumb I am. Is that why he didn't want me in the gang? He's trying to protect his kid? Hey, Jackalope. Calm down. And it was because of that he kept taking the lead, and he counted on me with the rope, and my knot came undone. I let him down. He was counting on me, and I let him down. Jackalope, stop. Listen to yourself. You're gonna have a fit. Don't you fucking touch me. Stay back. You were the one who said we needed to get to the engine even after the other two died. You kept pushing for it. It was Russ that suggested it in the first place. I was sticking to his
6: plan because it was all we could think to do. What other option do we have? Wait.
2: That's what we're doing now. If we had just waited, none of those people would have died. My father wouldn't have died.
6: Jackalope, put the shovel down.
2: I could have jumped across first, but you told him to do it. You knew I'd slip up. You played me. You wanted him gone. I had no idea. Please just listen. What else aren't you telling me, huh? Did you know this was going to happen? Talk. I,
6: I was the one that brought you onto the train. What? the woman's branch of the agency is mostly spy work and infiltration like this case every case i get is breaking up some petty crime or exposing a cheating spouse i was sick of it when i heard the menagerie gang was active where our train was passing through i paid for an anonymous tip to be given to russell i knew you were coming and i was ready to get the drop on you i knew i was putting the others at risk but how else was I going to land a high-profile criminal? I could put him away and get the accolades. I had no idea any of this with the eclipse and the water would happen. I, I promise you oh I truly am sorry. If I had known, I would have never done it, but we're here now and if we... <laughs>
7: Come in. Uh, Mr. Swift, do you have a moment? Of course, Morris. What's the word? I'm uh, making progress, I believe. Our sole survivor finally managed to form some coherent sentences this time.
8: That's a relief. I'm starting to think we'd need to contact the
7: asylum. So, anything useful? Uh, perhaps. What I could gather from him... Her... Uh, I'm still a little... baffled. That's irrelevant for now. What did they say? My apologies. <clears throat> from their rather uh, broken account, they claimed that Engine 464 and all of its passengers and crew were, quote, swallowed by the Leviathan. They kept saying that it only spat them out once it had eaten its fill of sin. Alright.
8: It doesn't really help us much more
7: than before. Do they remember anything about the crash at Calico Station? No. They might still be suffering from a concussion, or so the doctor tells me. I asked why it was only the engine, and they said it was because the rest of the train got left behind in the... Uh belly of the beast.
8: I see. Hmm. Huh. Obsession with biblical imagery.
7: They did mention Detective Gross this time. I described her to them and they used the name Marjorie, which I believe was her code name for the Wickham case. That's right. Do they tell you what happened to her? Same as the others, according to our survivor, but they also said they hit her with a shovel. That felt like a confession somehow.
8: We'll need to keep them under armed watch then to be safe. I'm not ready to update Ms. Gross' status yet, but we might have to assume her deceased at this point.
7: They also mentioned the Menagerie Gang in relation to themselves. Does that sound familiar?
8: Yes. small outlaw group operating mostly in California. We had people looking into them. They disbanded around the same time Engine 464 disappeared. It connects, but
7: the timeline feels off still. I'll have a full report for you soon, Mr. Swift. I just felt I should update you on it.
8: I appreciate it. Every scrap of information helps. It's just baffling, Morris. A train and all its passengers vanish into thin air. And then the engine plows into its intended station almost 12 months past schedule
7: with only an addled youth in its cap. To be sure, sir. Although, I did notice something else. Yes? Well, the suspect did make frequent allusions to a total eclipse of the sun. The last time engine 464 was seen was January 1st.
8: That's right. There was an eclipse seen in certain parts of the country that day.
7: It may be a coincidence, but we also have reports of a solar eclipse viewed from Brazil and Cuba. That was on the 22nd, the same day as the engine crash.
8: Right now, I think we both have lost a lot more of our Christmas than we intended. Go home. We can redouble our
7: efforts when we return. Undoubtedly. Uh, Take care, Mr. Swift, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
0: the actions of those six individuals have anything to do with what happened? Or were they simply caught up in some greater cosmic circumstance? A mystery beyond human understanding, to be sure. Our hope, then, is that it was to your tastes. Feel free to chew on it for a while and savor that mystery. As for us, we must also depart like the enigmas we are. But fear not, intrepid listeners. We will return in one year's time with one more story to tell. Until next, we convene Pleasant Dreams.
7: <laughs> Midnight Marinera is written, directed, and mixed by David King. This episode featured the voices of, in order of appearance, Brian Murray as Russell Bailey. Mads Durbin as Jackalope Mackenzie Fox as Harriet Wickham Sandy Stoltz as Daniel Wickham Danny Montooth as Bernard Brown Rachel Hansen as Marjorie A.J. Pinkerton as Detective Swift and David King as Morris Hell or High Noon was created and produced by a collaborative effort of the Creative Horror Network Abysme, Paprika, Alan Cheney, David King Kayla King and Jesse Saed Reyes The script was written by David King Music by Abysme. Has our annual Wretched Return brought you some feeling of joy and or abject horror? You can ensure we keep those sensations alive by subscribing to this podcast and leaving us some feedback with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Scary Sauce. As always, we thank you for listening to us over the last nine years and wish you all a marvelously macabre All Hallows' Eve.